Wow, what a word to hear and sing and wait, where am I supposed to pinch myself, Mike, so I don't cry? Where is that? He was trying to show me earlier. Pinch yourself between the thumb and the first finger. You won't cry. Okay. I instruct you all to do so. So what I'm doing up here, the last person who could speak well, but I am the mission team for Harbor City Church at present. <laughs> team being me and Jesus makes a team. So what I am doing is to talk about our short history with missions at Harbor City Church. For the last two years, we were able to partner with a church in Japan to plant a church in Japan called Grace City Church in Tokyo. And it has been an, a kind of a below the radar because the main focus of, of our church is to be a church in the city for the city, you know, redeemed people, renewing the city. But then we have Mike and Casey that God has called even before they were on this earth to go to Uganda. And these people, I have seen them wash the feet of the least of these in the whole time I've known them. Opportunities arise, they run into it full in. Their heart is open, their house is open. You want to talk about hospitality. I saw Casey build out of her garage <laughs> supplies for refugees. She even commissioned someone to draw paintings, uh, a lady from Congo, I believe, and sold calendars to help sponsor. Just walking every day in the gifting that God gave her and the training, her education, and her heart to love the least of these. Mike has been a little more on the out front. We've seen him jubilantly take the reins and run with it, made us laugh in our seats, taking those announcements and just like, what? That's hysterical. <laughs> you know, it's true. And he also has a heart as big as Uganda for, to share the love of Christ. These people... Owning what God did for them and the love from Jesus to love others well. I myself have been a beneficiary of it. When I think of Mike and Casey, I think of that scripture, horrible at references and exact quotations of scripture. And I've been in church my entire life. Come on. But I think of that scripture that says... How beautiful are the feet of those that bring good news. Guys, they're taking this beautiful feet that they don't just walk into situations and walk in life with each of us and many. They run in it and they run strong. And guys, we are called as Harbor City Church, as we're their sending church to encourage them. And I know many of you have signed up to be their prayer partner. You're sponsoring them and, and, and doing all you can to love them before they leave. But what my job 
that I am very honored to take is to continue to help us to remember them. And that makes me think of Paul, how he spoke about Timothy and how he wrote to the churches. And I remember you. Let's remember Mike and Casey. Let's hold them up. They have great courage. You know, I looked up the word when the word dropped into my head from this podcast I was listening to. And it was talking about courage. And the Webster's Dictionary talks about a personal strength to go into the hard stuff. As believers, family, church family, we are called to encourage. And encourage is what the community does. Courage is personal, and courage is community. So how can we encourage them? If you haven't signed up, please sign up. They are called www.raisingebenezer.org. Sign up for updates. Pray. Intercede. Give if you're able. I hear that their monthly support has been raised. There is a, even as of yesterday, they were given $1,000. Praise God. They're down to $2,700 of one-time gifts. If you feel compelled, please do. Um, They want to meet up before they head out. So hit them up for that. And I also hear they have last-minute chores in their home, doorknobs to change and whatnot. Anybody that can handle a screwdriver, Mike could use some help. <laughs> All of that to say is it's going to be, this is bittersweet. We're going to miss these people. They're children that are just beautiful, just running into the church. I can remember standing up here practicing praise band, and the kids come running in. And they're just, just I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss them. So, all that to say, I'm going to invite Mike and Casey and their their cherubs up here on stage. And they're going to share with you something. And while he tries to hold a baby and pinch his hand between thumb and forefinger. Thanks, man. Um, I still don't know what I'm supposed to say. So, this is the part where I get to talk. And I did uh, Google... A, um, a New York Times article on how not to cry, and it's, um, pardon me, but it's all BS. It's not true. <laughs> None of it works. The tongue on the roof of the mouth, the pinching, the, but there's, there was a section, if you can't stop crying, see a counselor, and that, <laughs> that was actually, that was actually the conclusion. I'm like, oh, great, awesome. Um, yeah, so, if I try to say anything useful, the problem with choosing the worship songs for your ascending service is that they're all extra meaningful and they just make you leak uh, tears. And so um, that wasn't helpful. But um, thank you, Ben. Um, in all seriousness, uh, there are ways in which we, we don't necessarily feel like we're going as much as we feel like we're being sent by you, um, by our family um, here at Harbor. I, I have not taken the time to figure out the monthly percentage of support, but my hunch from so many, so many of you is that we're probably at 75% or so of our monthly need is, is from you, um, which is outrageous. And uh, so thank you. That's such a tangible way, and I, I can't do justice to saying thank you. I, I'm trying not to look at you for the sake of being able to be useful today. Um, that alone is, is just stunning. The people at our agency are, are, have been blown away 
by the generosity um, of, of Harbor City Church. So thank you. Um, we, we do legitimately covet your prayers. So I put up more of those postcards. There's a link just to follow our emails, and it's on that paper in the back, or you can click through on our website. Please, as I know so many of you have. Go ahead, buddy. Hold on. No drums. That's where he's headed. Um, <laughs> or maybe drums. We'll see. Um, but genuinely, we, we, we have... <laughs> Let's just take a minute and play the drums. Is that cool, Rick? Bob, will you play the drums? Nope. Okay. Who's in charge here? I don't know. Maybe what? Good job, buddy. All right. Yeah. Um, so again, I uh, just to backtrack, the 12 years ago at Harbor Church up in at this Harbor Church with Stephen preaching and Chad leading worship, I was exposed to um, I was exposed to a a sense of the gospel that I had never understood. Um, and, and and stop. Yeah. This is I told. Yeah. It's not good. Help. Um, eventually, I met my wife at Harbor Uptown. Uh, we went to go work at Redeemer for about six years, and then we were going to come back down here about five years ago. Uh, we baptized two of our children here. We've had two of our children while we've been here. Um, so it, it, we've purchased our, our home and, and built a family down here in, in National City all while we were here, all while attending the Lee's Life Group and, and Chad and Melly's Life Group before that. Um, our entire kind of adult progression, we, we that's going to fall? No, please. Okay, don't touch that. Thanks. You're, you're awesome. Um, and, then, and then a few years ago, we prayed about moving to Congo, and, and we couldn't have done it without your support, the support of our life group, the support of Session and the staff. And then we said no to Congo, but yes to Uganda, and then we started raising support. And again, none of that could happen without um, you and and. and and so, again, I feel like as much as we're going, we feel so loved and, and we, we feel so sent. And, and we know that you'll be with us. I'm hoping there can be some form of a FaceTime in a, in a Sunday service of some sort, which would be cool. We don't know. Um, but just, again, I don't know what else to say, but thank you. I praise Jesus um, for you and your support. And, um, and I think that's all I can say. So thank you, guys. I mean, I don't really have anything different to say that Mike just said, except that this is, when I think of community and true community, this is where we found it. And you guys have been with us through so much. Um, would you want to say thank you? Yeah. And we love you. And um, yeah, our family's here today too, and we're so happy that you're here, and we love you guys, and we're going to miss everybody so much. So Mike and Casey are going to come down here in front, and they're going to sit on these stools and balance these children somehow. So, and we're going to invite different ones. I'm going to ask Chad to, he's going to facilitate, and anyone that would love to speak to Mike and Casey, um, yeah, this is, 
a time to bless them and encourage them and uh, honor them and how they have impacted your life. So, Chad, I'll let you. Yeah, so like Beth said, um, now's the time to share uh, publicly with the forests um, what your thoughts are, how they've impacted your life. Now's your chance to make um, Mike cry if you want to do that. Um, I love this guy. Um, Mike has been a part of my life for years. We have uh, done ministry together. We have played music together. Um, we have laughed. We have fought. Um, we, uh, he's a brother. He's a brother in Christ. Casey is... Um, is my sister, good friend. Um, she has impacted our family in amazing ways through my wife, through our kids. And uh, you guys are just, um, you're beautiful people. Like, you're the best of us. Um, we are sending out the best of us. And um, that uh, makes me extremely proud. It makes me really sad. Uh, but um, I'm trusting that the Lord's got this. And then he's going to raise up um, uh, more. And he's going to do amazing things through the forests. And so... Um, um, that's what I have to say for you guys. Um, we'll come over later and we'll hug it out. And, um, but um, let me open it up for anybody else who wants to share. Just toss your hand up and I'll come in and uh, hand the mic over to you. I was told we were roasting Mike. I thought that was what we were doing. Got it? Okay. So... Uh, in preparing to say a few words about Mike, um, I was looking back at previous notes from Mike's sermons. I made a special note of this one um, as I try to live each day like this. Um, just as Mike taught, uh, God commands us the four points of manhood. Uh, reject passivity, accept responsibility, lead courageously, and seek the, the greater good. When my wife and I uh, moved uh, to San Diego in 2015, we searched for a new church. But we were striking out and couldn't find the right fit. Um, I reached out to a previous pastor and asked for a referral in San Diego since he was from uh, San Diego. Um, he said to go see Michael James Forrest. Wait, I don't actually know what your middle name is. What is it? Andrew, okay. So go, go see Michael Andrew Forrest. Um, so I reached out to Mike, offered to get a coffee, grab a drink. Uh, next thing I knew, I was walking into a dark whiskey bar uh, called Arrow Club at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, yeah. And of course, within five minutes, I knew uh, that I was bound for Harbor City and uh, wanted to be around Mike uh, as much as possible. We joined the Lee's Life Group, dove into community, and uh, enjoyed our new home of San Diego. Uh, fast forward five years, I consider Mike my top confidant. I can tell him anything. Uh, there's no judgment, just hope and a listening ear. He's especially good at consoling me when the D-backs lose to the Dodgers or Doyers. Uh, now, Casey, uh, my wife, wanted me, uh, Colleen, wanted to make sure I said uh, you know, definitely something about you. Um, you're the freest spirit I've ever seen. Um, she, you are so caring for your kiddos. Uh, Winnie Piper in Boston. Um, 
actually within two days of my daughter, our daughter being born, uh, Boston was born. So it's been really fun to see them grow. And of course, we're going to miss our uh, Christmas uh, lights tradition. Um, we'll have to go to Uganda next year in December. So anyways, I'll end up, uh, Mike and Casey will be truly missed by Colleen, Rory, and me. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mike, write long emails, uh, pen pals. Um, and I promise to live each day as you do. All right, um, got hands coming up. I want to encourage you guys to keep it brief so that we have uh, time for it to hear from everyone. Um, I'll come over here, and Laura, you can share with us. Thanks. I got to know Mike and Casey in uh, the Lee's Life Group about three years ago, and it has been a full three years. Um, it wasn't long when I had been in this life group of mostly 40-year-olds, young families, that Mike affirmed me and told me he was really glad that I was there. It was God showing me that I was seen. Then we were praying about a contentious meeting that I was going to go to. Mike asked, can, you, can I come with you, please? And he accompanied me, and he was, his wisdom was pivotal in changing a very contentious situation to peace and understanding. It was God giving me a big hug, a bear hug from Mike but it was God showing me he was with me. And Casey has always been genuine and a friend in the many times that we spent together in the different houses for Life Group. She gave me the best gift ever. About a year ago, I was in a wheelchair and I had a couple of surgeries, had been displaced from my home. I wasn't really thinking about anything except survival. How am I gonna manage this? I'd managed on sponge baths for a couple of weeks. And she called and said, would you like a shower? And it was glorious to get clean. <laughs> she was in the nitty gritty of life and helped me and listened to me um, through the hard uh, recovery of trauma. Uh, she was with me. This was so many ways that God has shown himself to me through them. And I know that you're gonna be giving bear hugs to those that you live with in Uganda. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kylie Lee. I'm not going to be that short, um, but I feel like I've earned it. Um, <clears throat> I met Casey 10 years ago. She came to our life group as a wide-eyed hippie, <laughs> newish new believer starting to mature in her faith, and I just... When I think back, I remember the sense of wonder you had over the gospel and your sincere desire to know Jesus as real and alive in your life, and it was very challenging to all of us. And she was, I might get the details wrong, but she was a case manager at the African Assistance League. She had this desire even then to be a midwife working with pregnant women in Africa. So she spent week after week learning, you know, some of the things about the Bible or faith that we take for granted. They were new information to her. <laughs> but her desire was always to know God, to know his word, and to obey him. I remember that from 10 years ago. And she would come to Life Group every week with questions about what it meant for her life in the little decisions and the big decisions. So through that, she decided to go to nursing school to become a midwife, which made perfect sense. 
And then she made two decisions that made less sense to me at the time. One was her first job was working with high-risk pregnancies at Sharp Mary Birch. So very high technology um, pregnancies and births, which seemed to be the complete opposite of her dream to be a midwife in a remote area of Africa. And I remember asking you about it, and I, I can't remember exactly what you said, but it was something like, I just, um, I feel like this is what God has for me right now, and maybe it'll be good for me to learn kind of the other side of the continuum. Okay. And then she met Mike, who was awesome. He loved Jesus, and he had no desire to go to Africa. <laughs> and she decided to marry him, and she said, I don't know how this is going to work out. He's open to going to Africa, but doesn't really have any compelling interest. So they got married, and then Mike was on staff at our sister church in Redeemer. They left for a couple years, and they came back to our life group four and a half years ago. And they brought a lot of life. I feel like I should be up there. Some of you are hurting your necks. Um, they brought a lot of life. Like, Mike is adept at talking about deep theological issues and then the next moment being completely ridiculous in a way that some might find inappropriate. <laughs> but it just um, it brought such a joyousness to our life group. I don't think Mike's ever met a stranger. You know, within moments, you know his whole life story. He's welcomed to his, to his home. Um, you know, he just has an, a hospitality that has more to do with his heart. Both of them do, but more to do with his heart and his openness to people than even his home and his possessions. It's true, Mike. And um, both of them are so authentic, unpretentious. You know, they love people in different ways, with physical needs like Laura's shower. I didn't even know that story. Um, with going to a meeting. They see people, and you feel known and loved. And I know I felt that way. And... Um, I got something wrong recently. I shared at our life group how you guys were the, my, my prototype, my mental model for how to seek God's will and make this big decision. And I realized when you talked to me yesterday at the Awaken Conference, Casey, that I had zoomed in too close because you've been making these decisions to seek God's will and to obey for a much longer time period. You know, I can see it from... 10 years ago, and maybe before that, and Mike, I didn't know you 10 years ago, but you were making these choices in community, and some of them were in a big level, like um, who you should marry, <laughs> and some of them were on a little level, like my coworker is in crisis and really struggling, and she's my friend, and I don't know how to support her. What should I do? And we prayed about it. We, we talked about it, and we prayed about it. How does the gospel actually work out in life? And we did this every week, same format, for 10 years. And I think that is what led you to keep moving forward and eventually come to the stage where you're leaving for Uganda. And so I guess I want everyone to hear that because what you do on a week-to-week -week basis matters. But also for you two, I hope you intentionally find your people, whether virtually or in Uganda, as soon as you can and start living life with them and processing your decisions and the gospel 
with your family, because that's what we are, um, because that leads to good things and good fruit. And um, you guys have made an, a, a tremendous impact on my life, and I know uh, everyone in our community, and I'm going to stop now before I start falling. Thank you, Kylie. Let's just do two more really quick ones, because we're getting to the place where the kids are going to start tearing us apart. So. Hello, I'm Erin. I am Casey and Mike's sister-in-law, uh, married to Casey's brother, her big bro. And the first time I met Casey, we were in our early 20s, and she had just returned from a travel from Africa. She had dreadlocks, and I'm a naive girl from Ohio, and it's like, what is going on here? But from that moment, she was so genuine and just followed what she believed in, and I thought that was really awesome. And throughout all this time, she's always beats to her own drum, and it's a beautiful thing. Not everyone is always in agreement, but um, we love Casey, we love Mike. When Mike came into our family, it was, it was a bit rocky at first, I might say, but it proved to be an amazing thing. Mike is Casey's other half, for sure, and they brought us beautiful nieces and nephew that we are going to miss so much along with them, and we love you guys, and we're really happy, but at the same time, not, <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. Wow, I think that sums it up well. Uh, we're really happy, and we're not, you know. If and you guys too, really happy and not. Um, look, we're we're. Um, if one person has like a thirty-second share, I can I can I can share the mic. But if you have something that's burning in your heart, you can still come up. They're not, they haven't left yet. Um, share them. But I do want you guys to hear uh, just this testimony to what the Lord has done through these people. Uh, the beauty. Um, these are just a few stories. There are dozens of stories. Um, you guys, um, <laughs> uh, legacy, um, amazing faithfulness, good friends. Um, we're happy and we're not happy. Do I have one taker for a 30-second quick share? Going once, going to, oh, there it is. There it is. It's Madison. Madison, everybody. Okay. Pinch that, yeah. <sighs> I've had the pleasure of knowing Mike as a boss and not only work, but personal, spiritual, financial advice, whatever it may be, Mike has spoke so much truth and love, hope and empowerment to me. And I know who I am in Jesus because of you too. And I am forever better for you. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep rambling. You know me, I ramble. So I'm going to sum it up here and say I love you. 
you have this extreme superpower to make everyone you come encounter with feel seen and loved. And I know that it's just gonna extend far past Uganda wherever you go. And I'm so thankful to know you and I love you. All right. Bill, I'm going to pass it over to you. Uh, I believe that you are going to lead us in, in praying for them. So on behalf of uh, the elders, we're going to pray for the Forrest family. Um, it's an honor to pray for them and I'd like those who, if you feel led, just um, sitting or standing, uh, reach your hands out. Uh, we're going to cover them uh, with prayer. Uh, God, you are our Father. You are the uncreated creator the uncaused cause. Everything else is creation and effect. And we just marvel that before you made sun and moon and stars, you had a plan for Mike and Casey to come together and to be in ministry together and to go off to Uganda being your hands, eyes, and feet extending your love to other people so that those who don't know Jesus will come to know him and those who do know Jesus will get to know them more deeply. So as you go with them and they go into another land, they will be strangers there even as we are all strangers here because this is not our home. So we ask you to make them as foreigners in a strange place feel at home because they are abiding in you. Deepen, strengthen, expand, and purify their ministry. Cover them with your loving kindness so that in all situations, your love will not only flow in them, but will flow out of them to the people with whom they meet. Don't let them get so caught up in the ministry that they lose sight of Jesus. Cause Jesus to ever remain their first love. Do not let either Mike or Casey get so lost in the ministry that they lose their love for one another, that it would become kind of rote and routine. Please do not let that happen. Don't let, them, don't let them root their identity in their ministry, but instead root their identity in the Lord Jesus Christ, what he has done for them, what he is doing in them, and what he continues to do through them. Cause Mike to ever be in love with Casey. Cause him to treat her in such a way that she feels deeply loved and highly esteemed. Cause Casey to really be the easer and helper that Mike needs. And cause them to raise their children in a way that they never, ever feel neglected for the ministry. 
but that they know that their mom and dad just loves them and are pouring their lives into them. Protect them physically and spiritually. Cause their financial support to never waver. Don't let it drop bef uh, below their needs, but be abundant in the way you provide for them. Provide for them not only financially, but spiritually, so that even when they encounter problems, which certainly they will, because you have promised us that in this world we will endure tribulation. Let there be enough tribulation that their faces are always pressed toward heaven, but enough joy that they can just throw back their heads and laugh at how good you are, how faithful. And yes, we are sometimes faithless, but you are always faithful. And we are inconsistent and inconstant, but you are constant and unchanging. And we know that though we are separated from miles, we can speak to them through you. We can bang the doors of heaven on behalf of Mike and Casey and Boston and Winnie and Piper. Cause each of their children to have a strong, independent relationship with Jesus Christ. That they will know that they are not grandchildren of the Lord, but they are your children. Give them great joy. Give them great peace. Use them mightily to spread the gospel throughout Uganda. And as they minister to other people, please minister to them. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. And so empower them that the humility of Jesus Christ just pours out to them. Protect them from any sense of pride and self-righteousness that they may always rejoice in Jesus first and foremost. He left his home to minister to us. Mike and Casey are following in his footsteps. We love them. We bless them in your holy name. Amen. We had a song plan, but we're just going to hand it over to David for the benediction. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me say, you are a wonderful church. Oh, my goodness. I just, I know lots of churches. I've been in lots of churches. I've served in lots of churches. This is a wonderful place. And as I send you out with a benediction, which is a blessing that God would empower you to action, I want you to hear all the normal things you said about these amazing folks. Normal, listening ear, a bear hug, time together, praying with each other. And do you hear how unbelievably powerful all these ordinary things are? So receive this blessing now. Jesus, would you empower these people to do the ordinary things to ordinary people that are already involved in their ordinary lives, and would they actually be empowered by you? Would those people be touched by you through this community? to your honor, to your glory, for their good and for the good of this community. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.